Welcome to the Nasrud Podcast, or Nasrud Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, it's been a crazy fucking week. What can I say? Um, uh, today is a Saturday, October 21st. It's a nice autumn. It's a Halloween season. We've been watching a lot of scary movies and stuff like that. And something happened on Thursday, Interdimensional Alex came to record his review of Blade Runner and to talk about our top five horror films and uh so he came and this is what happened hold on i'm just setting my my phone aside uh what happened was this my dear mother has had a health problem and for the longest time we didn't know what it was on sunday i was gonna go see the foreigner with my friend you know at the new jackie chan movie at the movie theater and stuff like that and i was gonna go see it and my mom had gone to the ymca uh, to check out the facilities because she wanted to get like a membership there and stuff and my father went to San Francisco to handle some business and this and that so I'm getting ready to go see the foreigner and I'm really excited it's, you know I have my movie pass I don't have to pay for a movie ticket I can just go with this delightful movie pass I've talked about it before on the podcast and so I'm about to leave and I get a call from my mom's phone and uh, it says mama, which is what I saved my mom's uh, contact info under. And uh, I answer, I'm like, hey, mom. And then this sweet sounding woman who wasn't my mom said, uh, hi, you don't know me, but your mom, uh, she's being taken by the paramedics. And I said, oh, God. And then, and then my mom got on the phone and she was crying. She was in a lot of pain. And so I, I s said to my friend, listen, as much as we love uh, Jackie Chan, I gotta, I gotta take care of my mom here. So I went, I raced to the emergency room, and basically my mom had this like serious bad, bad pain or something. And so we were at the emergency room at the ER. They give her a CAT scan. They do all this stuff. We were there until like nighttime, and they couldn't find anything. And they thought maybe it's a, it's a, it's a kidney infection or something or blah 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 and all this stuff. So then. You know, my mom comes home, they give her pain pills and stuff, so I'm taking care of my mom, and I'm going to work, and I'm, you know, writing, and just all this stuff, right? And, and uh, and you know, and there is going to be a Debbie and the Devil update, but, so basically, Alex comes on Thursday to record, and this is the same Thursday uh, that uh, I was going to go at night, which I did, I was going to go at, I went at night with Dylan to the factory where we shot the opening of Debbie and the Devil and we were going to finalize the sound mix, like with the music and all that stuff. And so me and Alex, we're, uh, I was so, and what I'm going to do, and Alex said, you know, you don't have to do that. You could just splice in the review because Alex gave a really, really good review of Blade Runner. But while he was giving it, all of a sudden I get a knock on the door and my mom was like, dude, I'm in so much pain. Can you just take me to the doctors? And so in the middle of the podcast, which this, I don't think this has ever happened. We had to stop the podcast. And I said, Alex, just uh, come back next week and we could resume this and stuff. And uh, it sucked, but you know, I had to take my mom to the doctors. And then it turns out that what she had was like a slipped disc or something, which is, you know, thank God it wasn't anything more serious than that. But it was, she's going to be in a lot of pain and this and that. She has to go to physical therapy, which sucks, but you know, I'll help my dear mama as I always do, as I always help everybody because I'm such a great guy. But so, Debbie and the Devil update. So, originally, so if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, uh, you know, by the way, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a, a friend to the podcast. Um, 
this was originally going to be a Blade Runner review from myself and Alex, mostly Alex, because Blade Runner is just his jam. And it was going to be our top five horror films. Now, because of the thing that happened with my mother having to stop the podcast in the middle, that's going to be next week. I'm going to have Alex come back. We're going to listen to his review on our own. And we're going to sandwich it in to the show. Into, you know, we're going to, I'm going to be like, okay, Alex, here's your review. And then we'll resume it. We'll listen to it and we'll resume it. So my apologies, but you weren't looking, for, you know. Uh, this is Halloween season, you know, like you want some, some, some scary movie talk. So, you know, I don't know if, uh, if you're crushed by the fact that you're not getting a Blade Runner 2049 review. In fact, Blade Runner 2049 has been out for quite a while. And, and, uh, so, so the anticipation of interdimensional Alex's review, because he did have amazing thoughts on it. It will, it will taste so much sweeter when you finally get it. So Debbie and the devil update. The opening scene has been mixed. We are doing a last minute, uh, 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 you know, like a one hour sort of session, just going through it and combing it over and, you know, with a fine tooth comb, just going and fixing every sound and nook and cranny of the audio and stuff like that. And one of the things that I'm very lucky about is my composer, Dylan Terry. He's a genius. And the thing that I realized with filmmaking and with, with uh, making things in motion pictures in particular, you just need a really good team. And the thing that I've been consistently lucky with in these 10 years that I've been making short films and now making my feature and stuff like that is that I've always had this luck of finding the right people. In fact, like, I'll, I'll tell you, like, you know, I'm just like I was telling Dylan the other day, I'm just the idiot that came up with this stuff. I need technicians and people that are really good at what they're doing to... um you know, to, to translate my vision. And, uh, you know, apart from Dylan, who th the music just has this vibe, it has a soul. It's cool that my thing has like its own personality. I'm not using source music. I'm not using needle drops or anything. I'm, I'm going, it's, it's me. It's, it's, it's the soul of the movie and it belongs specifically to the movie and no one else, no one else. But anyway, um, so I'm I'm just I I, I find you know it, with this scene and stuff like for instance it would not look good like if I didn't have Lucas Patasi DPing it and I told Dylan that like you know once the the budget gets to a decent enough place. Um, I'm keeping this team, this team of people that I'm working with, Lucas Patasi, Dylan Terry, Scarlett Brooks, the actress. It, these are the people that are going to be working on the rest of it and stuff. And I'm just so happy to have them. But again, you you take the 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 images of Lucas Patasi and and the the music of Dylan Terry, and you got something amazing. You know what you got? A great film, but you also have a very very lucky filmmaker. What's his name? Nasred. Thank you. And, you know, when we went to, you know, the reason why we had to go to the factory to do the sound mix was because that's the only place where we could blast the speakers without anybody complaining about the, the noise. You know, I'm in Santa Monica and downtown L.A. is on a good day, on a day with no traffic, it's maybe like, uh, you know. 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes away. On a bad day, it can be two hours away with traffic and stuff like that. So Dylan comes at like seven and we're like, okay, let's go. 
we're driving, driving. And then I say, hey, Dylan, you have the keys, right? And then Dylan is like, oh, I thought you had the keys. So I was like, oh, no, I don't. Shit. Because, I, you know, Dylan often goes to the factory to, you know, for his mixes and for his DJ work and stuff like that. He likes to, it's a nice space to work, you know. And so he said, okay, we got to go back to my house and get the keys. But I'm not sure if these are the keys. So I'm like, okay, let's go back. And LA is such a place that if you make one wrong turn and you have to make a U-turn or you have to just go around, it takes like... 40 extra minutes to an hour like it's crazy you know but it's a craziness that i understand it's a craziness that i love you know i love la i love her she's amazing but so then we go back to his place i'm waiting in his car for like 10 minutes and then he comes back and he's like okay here are the keys they could possibly not be the keys so let's just go and and see so then the the building in which the factory is and it's not like a factory factory it's a space it's like a it's like a workspace basically it's in this building they call it the b black building because it's owned by b black and and it's five stories tall and it's an old ass building the elevator was made by the same people that did the elevators on the titanic it's that old you know what i mean and on top of that because it's such an old elevator um it's it's operated manually you need someone and it used to be a guy named ironically manuel now it's a bernardo this really cool guy is my friend but uh it's operated like you there's a switch and you 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 press the button and you go in and you say can you take me to the fifth floor please and then it goes and it you, you know you you pull the lever and it takes you up to the fifth floor but the problem with that is after five the elevator guy goes home and uh you have to take the stairs so it's like and i'm on the fifth floor so it's it's quite a bit but it's not like too much i'm not a total lazy person so then okay so so we're going back to the to the building we have these keys we go the first door it opens one of the keys works then the second door to get to the stairs we have a key for that so then we go all the way up the stairs and then we're like okay third key because he he brought three keys or four keys or something and then we're I'm, my, my fingers are crossed and he puts the key in the thing it won't work we have the wrong we don't have the key to get into the into the the space so then we're we're just sitting there and i'm like i'm, I'm not stewing or anything because i'm 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 just trying to think like okay what do we do maybe i can break the door or something and so then my brother gave the keys to his friend aaron and his friend Aaron was going to go see his friend and his friend had the keys and his friend was in Beverly Hills. So Dylan calls Aaron and says, hey, Aaron, do you remember those keys that you have? Do you have them by any chance? And then Aaron says, well, I don't have them, but I was going to go to the person that does have them. And that's in Beverly Hills. And Aaron, thank God, was in downtown. I guess he lives in downtown. So then we so then we're like, oh, okay, okay. And then Dylan got the idea. Well, how about we drive you to your friends and you get the keys and then we're all good and stuff. And then Aaron says, uh, yeah, that would be great because then I don't have to take an Uber or a bus or whatever he was going to take. So then we drive Aaron, really cool guy. We, 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 we go to we pick him up we go to beverly hills he produces three keys i'm praying that they're the right keys he gives them to me we go back to downtown by now it's 10 o'clock okay this all this stuff took that much time 
By now it's 10 o'clock. We go up the stair. We go in the first door, into the door leading to the stairs, up the stairs. We go up to the space. I put in the key. It works. And I'm so happy. And then we sat down and I just watched Aaron, I mean, I mean Dylan work and manipulate sound waves and do all this cool stuff. We were there from 10 to 5.30 in the morning or 5-ish in the morning. And I came home at 6, exhausted. But I was just so happy because it's like, wow, you know, the the... The, the it, it works the, the the sound is great and so tonight we're going to go back to the factory just to tweak it a little bit and just get it to where it is because my you know usually when i would make a short film or i would make you know any little bit or anything i would always be very very eager to share it and i would sort of skip certain editorial things just to be able to throw it up on youtube or vimeo or whatever i'm debuting it on or you know what i mean and with this scene, my brother is the one that told me this, but I agreed with him, and it's you know it's true, and that's what I've been doing. He's like, just sit back and let this perfect. We shot the scene, the 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 main part we shot on March tenth of uh, two thousand seventeen, and then ever since then, Dylan has been tweaking with the music. I've been cutting it together and you know playing with it a little bit, and we reshot some stuff. Uh, you know either last month or this the beginning of this month but so i'm that's what i'm doing i'm just letting it perfect because you know it's 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 important to me it's it's one of the most important things to me ever the my first film and now that i'm doing it i just feel really good i feel really good and here's the other thing i feel calm in a way i mean there's a part of me that's bracing for the storm of shooting the rest of it and principal photography of the the rest of this fucking thing but uh you know i'm just i'm 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 happy i'm happy with my team i'm happy with what i have so far and i'm i just pray that the rest of it go that the rest of it i ha i possess the same luck that i've had in these 10 plus years of of indie filmmaking and indie short films and working on friends stuff and and helping out and doing my thing and developing as an artist I've been really lucky, and I just hope that luck uh, continues. So that's the Debbie and the Devil update. Let's get to something that uh, that um, maybe, uh, if this is your first time listening, maybe this is why you tuned in, which, uh, hello, uh, nice to meet you. I'm Nas. Uh, I, I hope you enjoy this. Tokyo Ghoul. And here's my history with Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, nothing. I have no history with Tokyo Ghoul. Yesterday was Friday. It was a Friday, you know, I, I had just done the mixing and stuff, and I wanted to see something, uh, you know, horror-ish, and I wanted, I was in the mood for, you know, just a good Japanese movie. And I saw at the Lemley Theater on uh, Santa Monica, they were playing Tokyo Ghoul at 9.55. And I thought, ooh, that's a good title. But then also, it sounded really familiar. I was like, wait, what is Tokyo Ghoul? Isn't that something? And then my brother said, oh, that's this uh, anime, which I'm usually pretty astute with anime, even though it's a huge ocean of stuff that, you know, it's impossible to keep track of everything. But yeah, the Tokyo Ghoul, I guess, was this anime for a while. It was on Netflix, I think. And it's about, well, do you want me to just, do you want me to just tell you what I thought of the movie? I don't know how to say it. It wasn't, it wasn't great, man. I'm sorry if, if it's something that you were uh, looking forward to. It's, it wasn't, uh, 
Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, I have this movie pass thing. And so yesterday, I, I drive after work to the Lemley Theater. I check in because that's how it goes. Like, you have to check in, and then you can buy your ticket. I check in. I buy the ticket. I come back home. I get high. I uh, go to 99 cents or whatever I was doing. And then I go back to the theater. And then there was a little bit of a line. And it was mostly like, you know anime looking fans which you can imagine what anime looking fans uh look like or you know some are round some are very thin some are white brown everything asian everything you know like a small mix of people the crowd wasn't crazy but here's the thing i could tell that these people were big fans of this tokyo ghoul anime which after seeing the film even though the film wasn't that great, it does make me curious to see the anime because it, it does look like it has cool things. Basically, Tokyo Ghoul... I mean, when I was walking out of the theater, one of the people was like, what was the plot of that? Like, what? can you tell me what the plot was? Basically, Tokyo Ghoul is about this idiot and he's a student or something and he's friends with this other idiot and then he meets this girl who's an idiot and she they go out on a date and then she turns into some sort of monster or ghoul if you will and then she bites him so then this idiot turns into a ghoul and then apparently ghouls are a big problem in this world and it's not like a future world though it's like now but ghouls are such a big problem that they talk about them on the news and there's an anti-ghoul task force so this idiot turns into a ghoul one of his eyes turns red and he's a ghoul and then so then he meets other idiots that are also ghouls and they have a a, a coffee shop and ghouls in this film uh, they cannot eat normal food. Like, normal food makes them want to yak. Like, it makes them want to barf violently, right? They can only eat people. And so, he's friends with these people, but then the one thing that they're able to have is coffee for some reason. They're able to drink coffee. Everything else makes them nauseous, but for some reason or another, they're able to drink coffee. So, meanwhile, there's... This other idiot who is a, a anti-ghoul task force and he's like he has long hair and he's kind of dangerous looking and he's partnered with yet another idiot. And then there's another moron who is also part of the anti-ghoul task force. And so the movie is two hours long. I can't tell you specific things that have hap that happened in it. You know, one of the th okay, here's 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 my thing. The the thing that I wanted that the film didn't quite give me was uh, how do I articulate this? Okay, for instance, there's the anime Ruiny Kinshin. I love that anime. I love even the Samurai X OVAs of it, even though a lot of people don't like those because it's not exactly the same uh, you know, art style of of the of the of the series. I like Ruiny Kinshin. They recently made 3 films of Ruiny Kinshin, live action films. I saw the first one recently. I thought it was really great. It was really well produced. It was beautiful to look at. The action was cool. The photography, the soundtrack, everything was great. That's what I wanted. And I didn't mind the fact that 
I was at a party where I didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, there's a huge chance that I could go see this film and it would be like some cool alien world or something. And it would be cool and photographed nice. And it would just be a nice, solid movie. But A, because I wasn't familiar with the IP, with the intellectual property, there were a lot of things where I was like, whoa, whoa what's going on? What, what the fuck? But, but I'm able to go with the flow of things. It's not like I was so confused. But the thing that disappointed me was, A, it kind of looked, I hate to say this, it looked a little cheap. It didn't look, uh, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like, like Rooney Kinchin. Rooney Kinchin looks like a multi-million trillion dollar movie. This one looked a little cheap. It kind of reminded me, not of the American adaptation of Death Note, but there was a Japanese live-action Death Note that I saw like the first five minutes of, and I was just like, "Oh fuck this! This looks so cheap," and it was kind of like that. And so what should I review? How, what, how many ice cream cones do I give this, uh, this film? I wasn't too crazy about it. And I feel bad because it's like, well, actually, I don't feel bad because, you know, it's, it might as well be from Mars. It's from Japan. Nobody cares. And, you know, like, and I will say that I could kind of feel the, this could be a case of, oh, because I'm not familiar with the, uh, with the property, that's why I didn't jive on it that well. But I could tell other people in the theater that did seem to be big fans of the of the of the film of of the property that were not too uh, high on it either. There wasn't a big audience response. There were very few. There were no funny parts. There was no parts where it's like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. It was just kind of meh, and it kind of just perfunctorily sort of did things that you feel like were in the anime. How many ice cream cones do I give it? <sighs> I don't know, man. That's a tough one. You want to know something that happened while I was watching it? It was kind of tragic, and it was kind of romantic, and it was kind of beautiful. I fell in love while I was watching it. This is what happened. Okay. So I wait in line outside with the rest of the nerds and geeks, and I go inside once they let you in, and then I go take a leak, go, I'm going to buy my popcorn and soda, which I'm looking forward to, you know, even though at Lemley, they don't have those freestyle Coke machines that let you do like a vanilla Coke or whatever, but whatever, I'm just going to get a Coke and I'm going to get a large popcorn. I get my Coke and my large popcorn, and lucky for me, my the area in which I usually prefer, because Lemley, it's not assigned seating. Usually it's every man for himself. I managed to get, you know, in the center of the theater, right in front of the screen, not right in front, but like in the middle of the auditorium in the center. So like middle row, center of it, right? That's the perfect spot. I go, I sit down there. And, uh, you know, again, the, the, the crowd was not too huge. It was, it was like a handful of, of fans, basically. I go, I sit down. And then this group of, you know, an Asian girl and this, this white girl and an Asian guy and some other races, they come. And I just say that to, to give you an idea of the, the group, basically. They come and they sit a seat away from me, right? 
And so then one of the girls is like, hey, can we switch seats? I don't want to sit next to your, your boyfriend. You sit next to your boyfriend. Like she was saying that to her lady friend or something. And then the girl that sits like a seat away from me is this like pretty uh, uh, white girl or she could have been German or something. I don't know. You know, like pretty girl, you know, uh, the whole group was pretty. But so I'm getting I'm like sort of like just looking at my phone and, and just waiting for the movie to start. And then uh, I moved my my drink to my other side so that in case somebody sits next to me, I'm not taking their cup holder. But then after a while, like it's like two minutes before the movie starts, I'm like, oh, I'm going to switch my drink back to the original side. I pick up my drink and this has happened before to me. And I'm reaching out to all people in the movie theater concession business to, to eradicate this problem and fix it because what happened to me was tragic and nobody should go through it. I pick up, I, I pick up my, my soft drink to move it to my other side. And then I applied too much force to the cup and the Coke spilled like it the top just popped off and it spilled into my popcorn and on my lap and on my jacket and i was mortified and i'm like fuck i gotta spend this whole damn movie with stickiness nobody should go through this what the the the, the movie theater concession business needs to make sturdier cups that don't bend to the will of my gargantuan hands and so I'm so like, fuck, oh my God. And then this, the girl looks at me and, she, and then I look at her. I'm like, oh, sorry. And then she says, no, don't be sorry to me. And I said, no, I was just saying sorry to myself. And then she's like, oh, do you need help? And I said, no, 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 it's fine. And, uh, and then uh, I said, thank you for your sympathy, but I'll be okay. And, and then I, I thought, I love this girl. That, that that was the most meat cute thing that has ever happened. Like if you see in a in a in a in a romantic comedy, imagine like a guy, he's kind of bumbling and he's like he has his coke and his soda and he's going by himself to a movie theater because he's just cool like that. And then he spills all the coke everywhere, and then the, the girl says, Oh my god, are you okay? And then that's how they meet. I thought that was that was an amazing way to engage in conversation, I thought. And uh, I said, no, no, it's fine. Don't you don't need to help me. But uh, but thank you for your sympathy. I felt so smooth saying that. It was it was like I fell, but I managed to salvage my dignity. You know what I mean? Again, so smooth. The way I said thank you for your sympathy. It was it was just the smoothest thing ever. I felt like such a stud, even though I was sticky from the coke. And so the whole movie, you know, I'm kind of bored with the movie, and I keep thinking, oh man, I I should, you know. Not I should talk to her, but it would be amazing if I had the courage to to talk to her at some point. But you know what? I don't. You know why? Because I'm married to cinema. You know what I mean? Like I, while we were watching the movie, I thought, oh, that would be so cool to like. You could tell your 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 kids like, oh yeah, mom and dad and I, we we, we uh, mom and dad and I, your your mother and I, son, your mother and I met at a a, a mediocre film called Tokyo Ghoul. And uh, I spilt Coke all over myself. And your mom was so kind. And, and she just gave me her sympathy. She understood that it's uncomfortable being sticky in a movie theater. And she just gave her sympathy. And that's when I realized, son, that I love your mom. 
Will I ever have that conversation with a kid? No, because I didn't say anything because I'm a coward. Because I only love movies. Movies don't judge me. But anyway, so I guess I guess that's it. That was Tokyo Ghoul. Happy Halloween. Happy this and that. It wasn't that great. What rating should I give it? Okay. By the way, next week, uh, Alex will be here and we're going to talk about Blade Runner. But uh, And we're going to talk about our top five uh, horror films. But uh, what do I give it? I, I'm sorry. I think maybe this is the lowest score I've given a film on this podcast. Out of 10 ice cream cones? <sighs> Sorry, a Tokyo Ghoul. I'm sorry, man. I give it five. It wasn't awful, awful. I wasn't, like, actively hating the film. It's just with the elements that it had, it could have been so, so, so much cooler. You know what I mean? And that's not... The film has not soured me on the anime. I am actually looking forward to seeing the anime because the elements... In the anime, may be way cooler than than the film. You dig? You dig? You good? You happy with that? Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being a friend, man, woman, whoever you are. I love you. In fact, hey, girl, if if you're the girl that 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 gave me sympathy when I spilt coke on myself like a lunatic, uh, hey, listen, how you doing? How's it going? You wanna maybe go out, and get a get a coffee or something? No, I'm just kidding. She's not listening. Nobody, nobody is. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm too much of a coward. I think movies are easier to handle. Women are, are, are tough. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're beautiful, but they, they scare me a little because I'm afraid one day a woman will uh, civilize me. But anyway, so that's the show. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at nasredpodcast at gmail.com. And visit me at nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes. And leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you ghoulish friends. <laughs>